0: what's going on everybody welcome back to ttb ravens media bringing ravens content every single day if you want to do Ravens content make sure to subscribe button down below and hit the notification bell as well if you want to get notified every single time i upload a brand new video this video is going to be a two-part video so first off i'm going to talk about the Ravens signing and then i'm going to be talking about the offensive line okay because i'm going to say this right now signing brandon knight is not fixing the baltimore ravens um offensive line issues. That's not what this is implying. I'm talking about Brandon Knight. And then I'm going to talk about the offensive line because I do feel like there's definitely been some improvements. So I want to talk about that. So two-part video, just a heads up so that you guys don't watch it thinking like, Oh my gosh, Brandon Knights, this the greatest tackle ever. He's going to save everything. No, I'm going to talk about both of them. So let's get into it. If you didn't know the Baltimore Ravens have, you know, claimed off of waivers, Brandon Knight, a former Cowboys offensive tackling guard. He was a draft pick in 2019 out of Indiana, and I believe that he was cut or was dropped because Lael Collins is no longer on suspension. He was reinstated, so I'm assuming that's why he got dropped by the Cowboys. They're getting back uh, a Pro Bowl-quality offensive tackle. But let's talk about Brandon Knight. So last year, Brandon – well, this year I think he's played three snaps, so I don't really want to grade him on three snaps. I'm not going to be able to look at that and be like, oh, wow, excellent player off of three snaps. So uh, we can look at 2020. You look at his stats, PFF grade of a 48.5, 774 uh, offensive snaps played, one penalty and six sacks allowed. And six sacks may seem like a lot. However, one thing that I want to say is that remember who his quarterback was? No longer was it Dak Prescott. He was blocking for Ben DiNucci and he was blocking for Andy Dalton. Those players, one, they couldn't escape the pocket. They couldn't get away from pressure. They couldn't avoid anything. And two, the offense was so stalled that I feel like it definitely played an impact on how often they were taking sacks. Because when you see Dak Prescott playing Ezekiel Elliott, it's getting bigger rushing lanes. Okay, but, uh, the passing game is working much better. Dak Prescott can evade pressure um, and all those types of things. So what I want to look at is I want to look at his rookie year, 2019, um, where he he. I think I think he played decently. Uh, His PFF grade is only a 61, but the thing that I want to look at, offensive snap plays 109, zero penalties, and zero sacks allowed. So when he's playing with a quarterback that can escape the pocket, be mobile, um, and an offense that is succeeding, he's able to perform. And I'm I'm not saying that he's going to come in and be the starting offensive tackle, but I do feel relatively confident with the Ravens being able to put him in as a backup and he can possibly perform. If somebody were to go down with an injury, because last week we obviously saw Bradley Bozeman get hurt. And obviously Patrick McCari is no longer the backup center. He's the starting right tackle. Uh, so it became Tristan Colon Castillo. We saw um, a couple people have gotten injured in the last couple weeks, and we've had to see those backup offensive linemen come in. Brandon Knight could definitely be a backup offensive lineman that I feel comfortable with uh, for the Ravens. Now, you know, overall, we have to look at it, you know, as it really is, he, he, he's not going to be an amazing player. He's not going to be an all pro. He's not gonna be a pro bowler. However, he could be a guy that could be a plug and play guy in this system, because the bet, one of my biggest things that I like to see is he's coming from a really good offensive line. He's coming from a really good offensive line coach. And one of the biggest things with offensive line play is a lot of the time. It isn't as much like when offensive linemen get drafted, Very rarely are they refined, very rarely. Uh, It typically comes down to how well they are coached when they get to the NFL. And luckily, he's been able to go under some good coaching, be a part, be underneath some really good offensive linemen. And I feel like that can help when coming into the Rams where we're not getting somebody where, oh, they've been playing the last couple of years with a terrible offensive line, let's say uh, Jacksonville. Um, and you know hasn't been able to learn under anybody and get those tips. Now, he's, he's going from a good offensive line system to another good offensive line system, and I feel like that's going to help him in terms of his development. At least he kind of will have a good um, sense of how to come in as a backup play under some really good players, and obviously he's going to be able to be mentored by Alejandro Villanueva, and whatever your thoughts on Villanueva are, he, at points in his career, he has been an elite offensive tackle in the NFL. So uh, Brandon Knight getting tips from him um, because he's only 24 – uh, he's actually, he's only 24 years old. Uh, so there's definitely time if he, if he's to become a, uh, once again, I'm not going to say he's going to become a pro Bowl, but if he becomes a, a solid offensive lineman for the Ravens, even as a backup, that's a great signing off of waivers, great pickup by the Ravens. So, uh, that's kind of the first part of this video. So shout out to Brandon Knight coming to Baltimore. Uh, hopefully he's able to get some snaps benefit is he is coming from, uh, Indiana university, the Hoosiers, because, if you didn't know, the offensive linemen that succeed in the NFL, they're coming from the SEC, and they're coming from the Big Ten. So when he comes from the Big Ten, gives me more hope. Uh, it's a lot more rare where you see an ACC, a Big 12, a Pac-12 offensive lineman that has had a lot of success. It happens, but I like to see him coming out of the, the big boy conferences uh, in college football. But that's it on the Brandon Knight part. Now I'm going to talk about another thing uh with the baltimore ravens which is the offensive line because i felt like you know it's kind of connected talk about an offensive line in the Ravens side but i want to talk about the offensive line as of late because it seems like it's been getting a lot better and that is massive because obviously after the first week of the season oh my goodness we ravens fans were going through it all because it was just like oh no are we gonna are we even gonna be able to make a playoffs this offensive line was terrible max crosby came out ruined uh Alejandro Villanueva and the Ravens couldn't really do anything. But last couple weeks, it's been pretty solid. Ravens go up against uh, a very good edge rusher in Joey Bosa. Now Joey got a sack, but he only got one sack. It it felt like watching the game. I felt like Lamar had very good time in the pocket. It did not seem like a game where Lamar's forced out. Oh, he's rolling out to the right. He's making throws on the run. Now Lamar can do that, but I love to see him sitting in the pocket because he could he could sit in the pocket and those are the biggest things that i see with the ravens is yes he obviously has the ability to escape but he wasn't needing to use that ability constantly and the ravens offensive line in the run game absolutely dominated so i think it's it's a very good sign for the year to come in that the ravens offensive line has been playing very well they they dominated against the chiefs they played very solid against the chargers for a good chunk of the game against Detroit, they played solid, I felt like. They played decent against the Colts. Um, but overall, just the Ravens' defense or offensive line is performing above what the expectations were lowered to after they lost to the Raiders with Yannick Ngakoue and Max Crosby just running uh, buck wild on the entire operation. I mean, the offense couldn't get going, and it, it really put a lot of fear into not only, I think, my heart, but all of Ravens' fans because it was just like, oh, no, Lamar's going to be taking so many hits, not having to take a lot of hits. He's able to sit in that pocket make big time throws downfield the touchdown pass to mark andrews perfect example sitting right in that pocket and then the run game was working great uh the ravens were actually very physical in the run game we haven't seen that very much this year i think only the chiefs game has been a game where the ravens went out there and looked like the ravens of years past with just absolute maulers in the run game pulling guards, pulling tackles, and actually being able to have them create massive running lanes, which is why guys like Devontae Freeman, guys like Le'Veon Bell, guys like Tatavius Murray were able to succeed It's because of that very strong offensive line play in this game. So for me, I feel like the offensive line is improving. Is it 100% fixed? No. Ronnie Stanley, the issue is, uh, I believe somebody asked John Harbaugh, they asked about Ronnie Stanley, and they were like, yeah, is there kind of a plan with him? And Harbaugh was like, yeah, we're kind of getting close to a plan. I'm not going to share the details with it, which... That, to me, doesn't sound very like very good news. That could be something where they're looking at putting him on IR for the rest of the year, uh, maybe having him go through surgery. I honestly have no idea what it could be, but the way that he says it, it it's not looking very promising. So the Ravens are going to have to play, in my opinion, with the guys they likely have because nobody's trying to trade offensive linemen. So they brought in Brandon Knight, obviously solid backup. They have Andre Smith. But Villanueva and McCarey have definitely improved. Bradley Bozeman, hopefully he's able to get um, better soon. But Tristan Colon-Castillo, been with the Ravens a little bit. um, Hasn't had any major snapping issues, but I felt like he played good when he came in at the end of the game. But I don't know. Let me know in the comment section down below what you guys think about the offensive line. I think it's been drastically improving each and every week, and that is a great sign for the Baltimore Ravens. So let me know what you guys think in the comment section down below about the offensive line play, as well as the signing of Brandon Knight. Thank you everybody for watching and I will see all of you again tomorrow.